Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> Here we are again for another episode of How to Be a Texan. So tonight, we're going to start... It's good to see you, Kyle. How are you? Jeez, I forget all the formalities and whatnot. We've been just sitting here shooting a bowl, and I'm like, oh, I guess we better record. It's good yeah. to have Andrew with us in the control room. That's right. Spinning discs on the, on the turntables. No, no. This turn looks pretty. Special guest, Sammy Holder. Yes. Playing the role of the laugh track. Yeah, she's got the laugh track. Let's hear the laugh. Okay. Good job, girl. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so tonight, Kevin, so first of all, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. Feeling good? A lot of energy? No. Okay. All right, well. <laughs> how about you? <laughs> I feel like I just got ran over by it. <laughs> truck or something i don't know but so i'm tired i'm walking backwards oh, i brought my diet cherry seven <laughs> up my own cup you did you brought a full two liter of uh chemicals yeah. and high fructose corn syrup and i used to have a, fraternity. a bag of chocolate chips <laughs> I, I, believe it or not i had a, a fraternity brother and we called him two liter i don't know why we did that but that was his nickname he's a good fellow oh now he's a college professor somewhere Two liter. Shout out to two liter. Shout out He's to two liter. Oh, he'll listen. Anyway, <laughs> um, all right. Well, tonight we are going to. Uh, it may not be tonight. Whenever you're listening, it to is this, night. Well, for you, it's and dark it, out it there is. right now. Yeah, it's dark and cold. That's what's throwing us off. I think it's a full moon too. Yeah, I don't know. Don't you hate it when you hear those coyotes start sounding off in the night? I go shoot them. No, you don't get up and go grab your shotgun. Well, only if they're within shooting distance. Yeah, <laughs> but they're quite scary. They just sound like a bunch of. Anyway, I don't even know. It's hard. It, it's hard to even say what they sound like. But it's real scary. They, they sound like they're right behind your house. They do. They do. Not as scary as a water moccasin. That is scary. I haven't seen any snakes lately. <laughs> well, they're they're uh they're hibernating right now. So um. What we're going to do is we're going to have a series, uh, what we call Texas Legends. And uh, tonight, we're going to start off with one. And um, I, I had Wait, a Wait, co- now, when you say Texas Legends, we're probably going to go into what? Not not George the, Strait or some, you know, well, when Nolan we, Ryan, somebody like that. Tonight? Well, when you look them up, there's a, I think there's a semi-pro baseball team called the called Texas the Legends. Legends. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no kidding. And um, anyway, I don't know where they are. Probably in San Angelo, your birthplace. Great place to die. Yeah, well, I'll see you there. Whenever you go, we'll take you there. I'm still around now that we're blue zoning. We may live to be a hundred. And that's true. I've been blue zoning to the max this week. I've been black zoning. (laughs) Black zoning. Yeah, going the other direction, eating a bunch of buntinis and whatnot. You did bring a bag of chocolate chips with you today. I do have a sweet tooth. Don't tell Amy. Don't tell Amy. So we have this series, we call it the Texas Legends, and um, we're going to hit on um, various characters like, uh, yeah, like George Strait or, or uh, you know, the Texas Rangers, uh, not the baseball team, but the actual Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. you know, Nolan Ryan, um, you know, uh, uh, what's her face that started, uh, oh, Mary Kay, you know, she's in my oh, yeah. she's a Texas she's legend. She's a Texas legend? Yeah, H. Ross Perot, he's a Texas Oh, legend. he is a legend. Oh, I'm, that I'm, dude is a legend. Yeah. You Bonham. ever been to his museum over in uh, Plano? Yeah, uh, no. No. I've been to his campus, what was EDS, and now it's... 
something else. So after he did EDS, he started Perot Systems. Yeah. Later on. And they have a campus over in Plano. And if you go in that, and I've been in there a couple of times, it's owned by Dell now. Dell bought them out a while back. There is an entire wing dedicated. It's a museum of uh-huh. Ross Perot. Huh. And it's got picture, it's got, I'm telling you, a whole wing. Pictures, awards, I mean, all this stuff. And you just walk through there and you kind of realize, wow. Well, you know, you kind of think of him as this quirky kind of yeah. squirrely guy. But right. No, dude, he did a lot of stuff. Genius yeah. and as good of a patriot as we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so yeah, so uh, that'll be one that we do. But tonight, why don't you introduce what we're doing tonight, Kevin? I think we're going to talk about somewhat of a. Well, I think at first we were thinking maybe it was uh, more of an unknown legend, but I think they're more well known than we may oh. give them credit for. Oh, it's legit. The it's Von Eric family. The Von Erics. The Von Erics. <laughs> and this is not the Von Trapp family from Sound of Music. So Kevin and I won't be singing uh, the Good Night song. I don't see Kerry Von Erich in a field of flowers singing. No, he, you know. he was a big, strong, strapping man. He was. Yes. He was. So, so the Von Erichs uh, were uh, a wrestling family. And, uh, and they were legendary around Texas. Um, and specifically, when you and I were in middle school and high school, mm-hmm. you know they were uh, they were it. They um, were. Oh, and that's when the boys were at the peak of their heyday. That's right. You know the Carrie and uh, David and those guys. Yeah, Mike and Chris and those guys. Yeah. You know uh, Fritz. Fritz is their dad. Right. He actually went to SMU. Well, I didn't know that. He played football at SMU. Wow. wow. And uh, kind of a quick story. When he got out, didn't get drafted into the NFL or the whatever it was back in that. This was back in the 60s, I think. So he goes up to Canada to try to get into the Canadian Football League, moves to Canada. That didn't quite work out, and he happened to stumble across a guy who was like, hey, man, you know, I'm doing this wrestling thing. And he, like, randomly, without even wanting to do it, ends up, doing the, quote, wrestling thing. Oh, wow. And the rest is history. Well, yeah. So had he not gone to Canada to try to get into the Canadian Football League, huh. none of that would have happened. Oh, baby. Well, he was, he was one of the original legends in early wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so it sounds crazy for us to do an episode on a bunch of wrestlers, but because uh, now you look at it, with, and The Rock, is that he's out of it now, and the stuff they do now is, is just it's ridiculous. kind of slapstick. Yeah. You know, with the women and the men, and it's, you know, it's crazy what mm-hmm. they're doing nowadays. Now, I will say, um, I've play, have you played the video game, the, the wrestling video game? I haven't played it, but I watched a video. Uh, someone tell- recorded a video capture of their video game session. Oh, really? Because as I was doing the research for this episode, I came across it, and it was literally a video game captured of a rematch of... Kerry Von Eric versus Ric Flair. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's fun. So there's a video out. I didn't watch the whole thing, but <laughs> there's, there's a video game video capture of that Man, on no, YouTube. No, I'm just talking about the, I don't know, the WWF video on Xbox One right now. I got a cousin. He's about a 10-year-old, and I played him at Christmas, and he just tore me up <laughs> on that. He's like, I'm going to get you, you know. Anyway, it was fun. Were you one of the Von Erics in the game? No, no, no. These are these are current wrestlers. Oh, current so wrestlers. like I played The Rock, you know, and he just killed me. He or, destroyed you. Or, anyway, I don't even know the guys today. 
I don't either. But back in in the eighties, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And my mother, my aunt, and my sister in particular, they loved. I'm talking infatuated with the Von Erichs. I mean, they were good looking young men. I mean, strapping, strong, good looking fellas. Just to you know help you maintain your man card after saying that. I will vouch that any they were good looking men. Oh yeah. Especially Carrie. He was a well, good he was a big good looking oh, dude. Oh yeah, and he's just just, you know, iconic looking. So strong. if you're listening out there and you haven't actually seen Carrie Von Eric and you're thinking, why is a dude calling another dude good looking? Trust me, it's justified in this oh, case. He, yeah, you, no, you can't you he, cannot he was strapping. Well, Fritz, you know, Fritz the dad, he was a good looking fella too. And then they had what did they have five sons or mm-hmm. something like that and um, and sure enough Fritz was you know the patriarch and and he kind of went through his career and then he well he had a son before he got into the wrestling thing okay and that son died oh I didn't at know a that. young age he got electrocuted oh my gosh I did read that mm-hmm. yeah but so there's kind of this pattern of of bad stuff of death yeah. that hovers over this family it's kind of sad no it's quite sad because the and we'll get to it, but the demise of the brothers is is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it was because they were all roided up, or I, I don't I don't know the injuries, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the the way we, my family, got to where we just loved the Von Erichs was because um, Fritz started this um, wrestling company, and he would put on these promotional deals and we had a lot of them all around Texas in the in the early 80s and so my mother and aunt were uh, senior sponsors at uh, MacArthur High School in Irving they both were teachers there and this was called the world-class championship wrestling is that what it was that's what his thing was called okay the WCCW okay world-class championship wrestling well I remember two occasions mom and Louie my mother and my aunt they helped the senior class. This is a big fundraiser. So, and, and this is just at the high school gym where they lined a, this thing up twice, like on one year and then a couple of years later, they had the, the whole thing come back. And I remember, you know, here I am, a middle schooler, sixth, seventh grade, something like that. And I got to sit front row on, you know, and watch these guys. And they were amazing. You know, they're just crazy good athletes. Now, I, you know, it was all, it was, fa- I think it was all fake. You know, it looked like they were beating the crap out of each other, but yeah. I think it was all staged. It, it's, I don't know, a lot of it was staged. What I, what I found in doing the research is that they would definitely vote on who the champion would be. Okay. Because if you remember back in the day, it was always about, you know, good guys, the world champion. Yeah, and the world champion, right? Okay. And, um, Finish that story, and then remind me to come back to this, because there's a tie-in to this that we can touch on, but it's kind of out of sequence with the story you're doing, because it happens after that. Okay. Well, just the the Von Erichs were all, you know, they would have several matches, and so you would sell the gym out, and, you know, they would make, Fritz, his company would make his money, but then they would have a share that would go to the local uh, sponsoring high school and it was a big deal because it would help put on prom and all that and for you know an 11 year old it was amazing because mm-hmm. I got to see these amazing athletes 
do their thing. Guys these, that you were watching on TV and suddenly yeah, they were in your, I'm like, holy your gym. crap, they're right in front of me. There's <laughs> Kerry Von Eric and he's got King Kabuki and, you know, <laughs> and, and this guy King Kabuki was a bad guy and they had the Freebirds, I think came back the second time Freebird, they came in. Yeah, came back around later. But the first time it was a hodgepodge of super bad guys and I'm, I just remember King Kabuki because he was this giant, he acted like this giant African king and he had a great big belly and he'd slap his belly and he'd yell at the crowd and we'd all boo him and stuff. And then, you know, here came, you know, Bruiser Brody. Was oh yeah. One of the bad guys. No, no, no. He Remember was Bruiser one, Brody yeah, back then. No, I think he was, he was one of the bad guys. He was one King of the bad Kabuki. guys. Mm-hmm. And so they'd come in and they'd make a big deal. And one or two of the Von Erichs would, you know, look like they were out, but then they'd tag in and Carrier, Mike, or Chris, or one of them would come and save the day. And, and they'd all start bouncing off the ropes and oh, yeah. jumping over. And Oh, yeah. it, it was amazing the punishment that they did on each <laughs> other. And uh, and here I am getting sweat slung all over me, and they're kind of bouncing out in the crowd. And they never, you know, did Did you what save they a do. little vial of that Carrie Von Eric sweat? Oh, yeah. No, you I got just, it. Oh, and, and use it. I just got through watching. Did I tell you I got through watching all the Harry Potter movies? Fine. No. You remember Snape at the end where Harry Potter saves his tears and goes in and watches the the final thing of I the memory of him loving his take mom? And, it. Yeah. Oh, it's moving. It's yeah. terribly moving. But how did he have like a vial right there that he could just go grab Snape's tears? Same how? way, you, same way you had a vial suddenly to capture Carrie Von Eric's sweat. His sweat that vial is always available. <laughs> you actually need it. I can go look in Dumbledore's <laughs> sieve to to see the memories of Carrie Von Eric. Yeah, can I do that? Exactly. No, Hermione. She just happened to have a vial <laughs> right there. Harry's like, I need it, and he, Hermione gave it to him, and he captured, you know, Snape's tears. That's how and, it works. I've never been in a situation where I needed a vial, but I'm sure I would have one. Well, it would be handy if you if you have that. Sammy would have a vial. Sammy would. Sammy has everything. She's always prepared. She's always had the purse like Hermione does. Mm -hmm. You know, because Hermione would carry. Remember that she'd carry around this purse, and everything she'd dig down in there and grab anything she needed. It's pretty amazing. That's my younger daughter, by the way, Sammy. Yeah, she's always prepared. So a couple of years ago, and and I'm almost uh, as my as my sons as um, Luke and Cole tell me is I'm almost fifty, you know, fifty. Yeah, and so I mean I'm not there yet. But anyway, what's the number between forty nine and fifty one? <laughs> well, you said it already. Fifty. You said fifty one. <laughs> fifty one. Yeah, you already screwed it up. So <laughs> anyway, but um, being almost fifty, um, somebody challenged me, you know, a couple of years ago. They said, "Well, you know, you don't know anything about Harry Potter." I'm like, no. And, I, you know, I read all the time. And so I read all seven of those books. Man, they were phenomenal. I had a partner that I worked with at one of these big consulting firms. She's like, you should read that. It's my favorite thing in the world. I read them all. And then this past summer, just the last little bit, last couple of months, I've finished all the movies. They're amazing. They're a fantastic story. You should totally check I'll them totally out. Totally do it. Yeah. It's like its own. Anyway, it's a neat deal. <laughs> so back to the Von Erichs. Um so no, I did not save a vial of Carrie Von Eric's oh, sweat. Man, that'd be worth so much. No, my sister might. Yeah, she was my sister Lisa. She was very much in favor of Carrie Von Eric. Yeah, because he was the big guy, mm-hmm. really, really strapping fella. So not necessarily the smartest one. No, but he I, was like he was the he was the biggest one. No, Mike was always the smart one. Yeah, because when they they interviewed them all, Carrie would kind of kind of grunt back, you know, mm-hmm. and Mike would step up and he would say something. Like, and Mike was a little bit of a businessman, like his dad. Right. Fritz was a good businessman, and Mike right. Mike inherited that gene. Yeah, and well. I and I remember hearing Chris speak too, and I thought he spoke 
pretty well too. But we just loved them. We just loved that family. And then they so King Kabuki and what was the other guy? The other bad guy? Uh, Bruiser Brundy. Yeah, Bruiser Brody. I think Brody. Bruiser Brody. Yeah, and I can't remember. There was always a third guy that they brought with them, and he was, you know, he. I well, then there was King Kong Bundy. I don't know if he came. He was a little bit earlier. King Kong Bundy is one that uh, Fr- when Fritz retired, yeah, he then started having retirement party or retirement shows, is what he called them. Oh, and one of the first ones he did was fight King Kong Bundy. No, no, no. We never, you know, I never saw him. You never saw him. I at never your saw him middle live. school. <laughs> yeah, but we would even go to see them, you know, in Dallas or Fort Worth when they were around. We would go we'd, at the Sportatorium. Yeah, we'd go to the Sportatorium. And the Sportatorium we'd see is a historical yeah. venue that's no longer it doesn't exist. It was leveled. Oh. By the way. Okay. By that hurt by that tornado we No, about? they just, you know, development or whatever, they ended up tearing it down. But uh-huh. that building had that thing had been around since I think the nineteen twenties or the nineteen thirties. Yeah. It was used for all kinds of stuff. And then I think Fritz bought it, oh, renovated it and made it into the sportatorium where he had his uh built mm. in nineteen thirty five Opened in 1935, renovated in 1953, and closed in 1998, hmm. then demolished in 2000. Demolished it. Why would you demolish a piece of Texas history like that? Because Asbestos. One word, asbestos. It's got to be asbestos. You can't have something work. But, I mean, they hadn't... Uh, no, but, yeah. you know, that thing was used as um, similar to the Grand Ole Opry back in the day. No, once no it was. There was a, there was a thing... Because you had the Grand Ole Opry, and then you had the uh, Tennessee Hayride, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And then you had, they had an event there that was very similar, and it was broadcast nationally on CBS radio out of that building. Mm. So, I mean, you know, to me, it's kind of like, get rid of the asbestos, but keep the bill. I mean, you don't, <laughs> you don't get to blow the whole thing up, but it's Dallas for you. Well, so um, that, that's pretty much my story. I mean, we love, we love those guys, and then I guess we grew out of it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I I grew up and went to high school and started doing my thing, and wrestling just kind of faded out. It wasn't yeah. as big of a deal. Well, and that that WCCW kind of faded away also. And oh, okay. <clears throat> Kerry went to uh, the WWF for a while, actually. He did some wrestling there. Oh, he did? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I remember he kind of went up to the big time where mm-hmm. Ric Flair was and, you know, mm-hmm. the national scene. Yep. And, um I think I can't remember if he actually won the national title or not for so, Ric Flair. So that's the story I was going to tie in. Okay, right? so I'll just, I'll just eat some chocolate chips. After and um, well, there was a sad, uh, a very sad. So it was his brother David that actually fought Ric Flair quite a bit. Okay, so David and Rick kind of they had this kind of this thing going, and you know, kind of a you know a rivalry that they would promote. David's the one that that ended up dying in Japan. Right at one point, he he went to Japan, so he was going to fight Rick for the quote unquote world championship. Okay, and if you remember back in the day, back in that day, every single one of these little wrestling federations had their world championship. Yeah, I remember there were a lot of belts. There were a lot of quote unquote world championship belts, and then they would start to taunt each other and say, "Well, there's only one world." There's literally a clip of Kerry, and I wish I had the audio here, but he's like, "There's only one world," and. I'm the world champion of this one, and you think you're the world champion of that one, so we're going to duke it out because there's only one world, and there should only be one world, you know. Okay. One, so anyway, they would yeah. go after But anyway, David was going to fight um, Ric Flair for the some world championship title. Mm. 
David dies in Japan. Um, supposedly of a heart attack. Some people think it was a drug overdose. You yeah. Know, who knows? Yeah. So then what happened was they, and this is kind of where I found in my research that a lot of it, I don't think all of it was staged, but they would definitely vote on who the, who the champion was of the league, right? And so they took a vote and they decided that they would let Carrie beat Ric Flair for the championship. Okay. Kind of in honor of, because David was going to be the champion. Right. But the concern that they had with Carrie was that he was basically a dopehead. Oh, yeah. That's sad. He was. Okay. I didn't know that. And so there was a big match in Texas Stadium between Carrie Von Erich and Ric Flair. And this was kind of in honor of David, you know, right after David's death. And the committee allowed Carrie to win that and become the world champion. Oh. Then they set up a another fight between the two. I don't know, maybe a month later. And the committee said Ric Flair is going to win that one. Oh, you get, it. you get to give it back to him. You have to give it back because, and behind the scenes, it was because they were afraid that if Kerry was kind of the guy representing the entire wrestling federation, they had concerns about that because he was clearly on drugs. Oh, okay. So they kind of gave it to him as a way to honor his brother and then kind of quickly oh. reeled it back in. Yeah. But it looked so real, you know. It looked like, oh man, Kerry's got Rick. He's down on the, you know. And a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, you know, you know, they would determine, I think, who the winner would be. But I think a lot of the stuff in the ring, they were, they were hurting each other. Yeah. You know, they were. It sure. I remember like Kerry got some serious injuries that he had to have knee surgery or something. And, I believe it. You know, stuff like that. So I believe it. Well, and then but yeah, so David was kind of gone. <clears throat> you know, I talked about Fritz's son back in the early days. Then David was gone, and then it just seemed like it just went. It's like wheels were off from there hmm. with that family. Okay, you know. Yeah. Well, and then talk about what what happened to that family after after all that, because it it was it was a bad. Well, then they had multiple suicides, right? Yeah. Who was the first one to? Uh, yeah. Was it Mike? I don't know, but I just remember hearing one after the other. Mike committed suicide. Carrie commit. Carrie ended up having a motorcycle accident. Yeah, that injured his foot really bad. Okay, and they actually amputated his foot. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he kept it a secret for a while because oh, he wow. didn't want anybody to know. Amputated his foot. He got on painkillers, and then he ended up killing himself. And then the younger one, Chris, he ended up killing himself. Yeah. No, it was terrible. So you just had death all over, yeah, all over the. It was really, really, no, you know, it was very, sad. Very, very sad. Fritz himself died, I think, of a heart attack later okay. on. As an older man, okay. The the thing I I kind of always had a question about is where was the mom? Yeah, because you will find lots of family photos on on the web, and all, it's always those boys, all the boys and Fritz. It's like Fritz in his underwear. Yep. <laughs> Well, and his the, wrestling underwear, and then a couple of them. And it's always the boys. Yeah, you never see. Well, and that was that was where staged, was the mom? You know, that was staged by Fritz. I did read this that all the boys were married with kids mm-hmm. by the time all this happened, mm-hmm. and they always hid the wife and the kids because they wanted these these guys to be sex symbols. Hmm. So they would pony out the Von Erics as these hunky, you know, young men and get. You know, all the young ladies infatuated with him and all that. And um, and they never showed him with wedding rings or with their wives or kids. And that was all Fritz staging this. 
Interesting. I which, didn't realize that. Yeah. No, it was pretty bad. That was in that D Magazine article. Over, mm-hmm. It's a really good article that just covers, um, you know, the saga, the fall of the House of Von Erich is mm-hmm. the name of that article. Mm-hmm. So really, really good uh, article. Um, of course, I forgot half of what's in it. But um, <laughs> anyway, good, good stuff and, and really fun pictures of Fritz. I remember that Fritz was also kind of a pioneer of syndication, syndicated TV. So oh. he would uh, record those matches at the Sportatorium, mm-hmm. and I think they would broadcast them live, but then he would syndicate them. Oh. And so I remember back in our day, and I, I really wasn't into it. In fact, I wasn't into it at all. I had huh? zero interest in this, but th- this it, this is just a testament to how you know pervasive it was that even I have so much knowledge of this thing that I wasn't even into, right. because it was so pervasive you know, in the community and the culture, it just kind of seeped into you. Well, and we, I remember it would come on; they would have the reruns, you know, constantly on right. syndication. You know, syndication, and then they would tee up these big events. You know, and I think they had like a Saturday. You know, every Saturday they may have had a live thing. They did, but then they would tee up these big events where it was like you know, Carrie versus Ric Flair, or mm-hmm. you know, the Thunderbirds. Is that what they're called? Thunderbird, Firebird, Freebirds, Freebirds, Freebirds. Yeah. Freebirds would come in. It was, those were the three bad guys, and then oh, yeah. three of the Von Erich brothers would get in them. They would, you know, tag team it out. And, yeah, I mean, so just from a marketing perspective, it wow. was it was pretty phenomenal. It it was, and I had uh, a lot of debates with buddies about because I had such a a passion for the Von Erichs in particular that they'd say, oh, man, that's fake. I don't know why you're wasting your time on that. You know, and I would defend it. I'd be like, no, dude, I, I just went and saw him. <laughs> you know? And, and so it, was, it was fake, but the entertainment value and the production and the show that they would put on. Oh, and, yeah. and, and they would give you hints of it. Like when Fritz did his uh, retirement yeah. gigs, he would. it was called a retirement show. Oh, yeah. So occasionally they would throw a tag in like that. That was kind of a hint to. Well, but they. But that was another genius. I think that was genius marketing also because that had us all talking. Everybody was talking about: Is this real? Is it fake? Is it you know? Yeah. And that just helped drive the conversation even more. I'm telling you what you you see. uh, You know, up. You know, this is twenty twenty feet away from me as an eleven year old, and I see King Kabuki, this giant pick Kerry Von Erich up and slam him down on his knee like, you know, a backbreaker. And yeah. I'm like, he just broke that guy in half. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's legit bad. I think he just killed him, you know. And then he'd get up and he'd beat the crap out of King Kabuki. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, and, so it's kind of like they beat the crap out of each other, but they were told at the beginning who would win. They were told at the beginning who would win. Yeah. So I, I think the outcome was determined, but I think a lot of stuff going on in the ring was was pretty much real. Well, the stuff they did then and, and even the stuff they do now. I mean, how do you slam a table into somebody? Like those guys, like John Cena <laughs> and those guys, they'll pick a table up and they'll just they'll crack it over some guy's head. I mean... That's got to hurt. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? It's not a breakaway table. No. Y'all are at 27 minutes. 27, 27 minutes of crap. That's good stuff. <laughs> no, it's not. It is good. No. I guarantee you this is going to be a good it's one. It's going to get a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who wants to hear about But, you know, that? growing yeah. up here, but growing up here, that was part of the culture, right? So if you... Uh, but it's still part of a lot of people's culture. It really is. And I don't watch, I don't watch any wrestling You should. I don't. You should. Do your boys watch it? Oh, no. No? Oh, no. No, no, no. Nobody watches it in my house. But I have an appreciation because these guys are really good athletes. Even now, mm-hmm. they're all tatted up, and even the ladies are all ripped. Well, they don't have an up, ounce of fat on them at all. One of Carrie's da- uh, daughters. Is oh, a she. D- no, well, mm-hmm. I don't know if she is anymore. Oh, really? She came back. She she did a tour, and then I think she's just a regular mom now. Oh, is she? I think. Yeah, I, I don't know, but that yeah. And I, from what I understand, Kevin, the brother that's still with us, he lives. I think he just chills in Hawaii now. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great place to chill. Yep. I don't even know if they have their place in Denton anymore. Huh. The family ranch was in Denton. You remember that uh, Bing Crosby song I was singing for you last mm-hmm. week? That's a good one. That reminds <laughs> me of Hawaii. That's what Kevin Von Erich's singing every day. <laughs> S- sing a few bars of that. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Malakalike. Sing it in your Kevin Von Erich Well, it's kind of voice. a grunt. Uh, you know, ugh. <laughs> he just kind of grunted at you. He wasn't the speaker for the Von Erich family. He just kind of grunted at you. He'd be like, uh, Chris, uh, Mike, come here and speak to the media. So, Very cool. Yeah. Well, this was a fun one. This was a fun thing, exploring a truly a legendary family. If you go online, you'll see the most fam- you know, some of the more famous wrestlers of today's era. Right. Talk about the Von Erics and Fritz and I, Carrie, especially. Those well, two are. Well, the I, most I agree. They were instrumental. I mean, these guys were amazing athletes. And if it was fake or not, you're right. It was entertaining. It was, you know, back then, just think about what we had as forms of entertainment. We, you know, we had Pong. You know, on video games. <laughs> That's right. The video game was Pong. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, hey, you want to play Pong for another? Well, no, I don't. I mean, it's so lame. Or a- I think we had Asteroids. Asteroids know? was awesome. Yeah, that was a breakthrough. But so now, oh, and then when Pac Man happened, that was oh, that was a whole mind new world. Blowing. Yeah, except I still suck at Pac Man. <laughs> but yeah, no, we just didn't. We just didn't have that. We did, certainly didn't have cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know, at a cowbell or something. Mom would. You know, ring the cowbell when I have to run home. <laughs> you know, that's about it. It's about as much entertainment. And then Dick Van Dyke and Gilligan's Island and all that stuff. You well, know? the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, between the Dukes of Hazard and uh, the WCCW wrestling. You know what my that was pretty uh, much a my Friday Saturday night TV routine back then. I'm sure you probably had the same kind of thing. It was it was the Love Boat and Fantasy Island, dude. That was, that was Saturday. That night. was. Every Saturday night, as a as a young man going through Boss, puberty, the plane, the plane, <laughs> a tattoo. Yeah, Julie, you're about to talk about Julie. Oh no, Julie no, on the love no, boat. No, 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 no. Well, Julie, I I thought she was she was really cute, but um, it's just all the girls in bikinis. You know, here I am, <laughs> a 11, 12 year old. I'm like, it's very exciting. Watch love boat again. Yeah, can we, yeah, and Mom it wasn't died. even in HD back then. Imagine. Imagine no, and then cable came out then, and we got HBO, and I I did I saw my my first you know stuff. And you remember when uh, you remember when uh, what was the name of that movie um, where I saw my first lady? Um, crap! Oh, it was uh, they just did a remake of it with Pegasus and uh, 
you know, you're not a movie. You don't remember. What, anyway, I saw. Anyway, that was the age that I was obviously as a young man very curious about what all that was. So Friday night was the Dukes of Hazard mm-hmm. with Daisy, Daisy and, and she, her Daisy Dukes. She yeah. was very attractive <laughs> as a young young man. I thought that was very exciting, and just I like Bo and Luke, you know, oh, yeah. flying through the air in the General Lee and I Cooter. Mean, well, Roscoe P. Coltrane. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Yeah. And he was Boss always, Hog. And what was the name of his? He had a Basset Hound, too. I, oh, I, yeah. Flash. Was it Flash? It was Flash, yeah. 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 You know, they just made a remake of that movie. Bo oh, Reynolds they? was Boss Hog. Yeah. It was pretty cheesy. I'll admit <laughs> it. It was pretty cheesy. It wasn't near like what it was before. But Fantasy Island, Love Boat, and Duke's Hazard, man, those were awesome back then. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But then you, you come home and, you know. And then it was the day. So, yeah. So those were the kind of the weekly. Oh, I, that's but, all. And the thing is, there was no DVR. You had to line up oh, you and had be to on time no, you on just, week or you missed it. You're like, at 8 o'clock Saturday night, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there watching the love That's boat. right. That's right. And then every night, it was the Dick Van Dyke and yeah, the Gilligan's Bob Newhart Island. show and Gilligan's right. Island and right. Mary Tyler Moore show. Something like Alice was in there somewhere. Oh, and, Alice was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Flow, no, Kiss My Grits. Yeah, all that. <laughs> that was pretty much the yeah. TV lineup and, you know... I think Wheel of Fortune and oh, they had the Love Connection. You remember the Love Connection? I never got into Chuck love Woolery. Connection. Oh, my mom, my mother one. loved that dude. Price is Right. We and did she a lot couldn't of. believe it. Did she no, it was uh, it was the the Family Feud. Family and Feud. Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Dawson. He would kiss everybody on he the lips. Everybody. <laughs> so disturbing. He would be top of the list for all this sexual harassment stuff that's yeah. coming out recently. Oh yeah. If he was, is he still alive? Yeah. Did you just see that video of Tom Brady with his son? No. He kissing him on the lips and was like, oh, no, you need to come back and kiss me longer. It was really disturbing. I just oh, saw it on the news tonight. That's a little odd. It was odd. Like, he doesn't need, <laughs> he doesn't need to be doing that. No. And the son's like 12. <laughs> <laughs> back to your story of the first time of seeing, you know, stuff on HBO. Yeah. Here's a story for you. So Andrew was in karate. Do you remember? Do you know the story I'm going to tell right now? Okay, Andrew was doing karate. Karate. And I think we may have that may have been before you knew you got before we knew you guys. I'd like to see some of Andrew's karate moves to be Andrew honest. has a black belt. Oh really? Andrew Jeez. does have a black belt. Better better than my no belt. <coughs> but during I a belt to keep my pants up. During still. his karate phase, we were gonna have a birthday party for him. He's probably ten, nine, ten. And we had uh, you know some friends over from the neighborhood and just kind of hanging around the house. We probably I don't know I don't know what we did, but anyway they were gonna have a sleepover. So I thought, oh man, we'll get some Bruce Lee movies, put them on. Yeah, oh. He was doing karate. I think another friend was doing karate. Yeah. Oh. So I get this Bruce Lee movie, and Kendra's like, "That's rated R. Are oh. you sure?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's just for the you know the violence, violence of the karate yeah. and stuff." Like I mean, those nunchucks. Yeah, that dude was awesome with nunchucks. So this is back on the day when we had a. This was a. a a DVD, right? So DVD. I rent a DVD. Okay. Which is a disc that we would look like a CD. You remember? Okay. D- you act like you don't remember DVDs. No, no, also. no. I, okay. Yeah, no. I, I just put I just put two of them up in the attic. Okay. Literally two days ago. So anyway, I go get these Bruce Lee DVDs, and you know all the boys gather around. We got some popcorn, put it in. Kendra's like, "It's rated R." I'm like, eh, "It's just violence, whatever." Okay. I oh, man, five minutes into it. Full topless. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. And so my rea- and I had the remote there just in case, right? Just in case something like that happened, I had the remote ready to right. shut it down. Right. 
So full topless scene and all these little boys. So I like I'm on the remote, like boom, I pressed menu. <laughs> you freezed it right on that. I didn't freeze it. I pressed menu, but it froze. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it froze, and it Boys. seemed like we were sitting there for thirty minutes. Here's it's probably your, five. Here's your first physiology. All these little guys are like, "That's interesting. <laughs> what are those, Dad?" Yeah. <laughs> we'll have so to I'm talk sure about Kendra it. had to call the parents and apologize. Uh, we'll just have say, to. Just we'll a have heads to. up: we exposed all your children to yeah, pornography. We'll, Not really pornography. We'll have to talk about sex, <laughs> sex talk at some point about sexual education because I've got some interesting. Phenomenal. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So good, good. Andrew stuff. is still scarred to this day. Hey, quick update. Just for fun, I thought you'd get a kick out of just a winter update on the ranch. We did get, we lost a chicken. What happened? I don't know. I think a raccoon got it. Oh, just, it's gone. No, it got eaten. There's did a you puff, find the body? No, there's a puff of feathers in the chicken mm. house. So now I got to close them up at night. So I'm down from nine to eight. So your, your chicken that wandered over, I think, just got eaten by a <laughs> raccoon. So there's a couple of scenarios. That's why I ask. There's okay. a couple of scenarios. That one is you find the puff of feathers. That's one of them. The most disturbing one is literally the headless body. Oh, no. I haven't found that, that yet. You will. This will happen to you. Just okay. be prepared. All right. The headless body. There's some, I think, it, I don't know if it's skunks or mm. somebody said it was skunks that do it. Okay. But they'll get the chicken and they'll just take the head off and oh, and yeah, just no. leave the body. No. My so you'll walk out there. My, you're going to find a headless chicken. At my neighbors point. had that happen. Kathy yeah. and Patrick have had that happen. And then... Um, just FYI, the bull calves are ready for their castration. castration. I, yes. I was chopping the knives up. We'll head over there. Well, I think I'm going to prefer the rubber band mode. <laughs> yeah. I think you rubber band them. <laughs> it's a little less medieval, I think. Oh, yeah. I like this idea. And you then, need to get a cowboy over there. Who's that guy up the street from you that oh, enjoys these things? Oh, yeah. No, we could get him to You help. need to get a real cowboy he, over there. And then, and then just a, a bee update. You know, I'm I'm a little worried about my bee. This is the time of year when they tend to tend to, to starve to death, and so I've been feeding them like crazy. So, what do you feed a bee? Uh, a sugar syrup. Uh, it's a just get a little a, pair of tweezers and <laughs> feed each individual bee, or what? A little mini fork and knife. Or is it no. just ever bee for himself? Natural no, selection. No, I've got these jars that I put and I tip on these uh, bee feeders, and I I mix this real heavy sugar syrup up and uh, give it to them. And they tend to do pretty well. But I, I starved four of my hives last uh, last winter, and it was just awful. I felt terrible. <laughs> starved them to death. Obesity must run rampant. Well, they need to. If they're only eating sugar. Yeah, but then they turn it into They that, turn it into honey. That good honey. Yeah, it was a joke. Thing. Oh, cue the laugh track. No, I think you're on to something, actually. <laughs> so you're telling me that honey is their poop. It's exactly what it is. It's more. It's more like their vomit, to be honest. Oh, that's right. It is vomit. Yeah, it's it their, is vomit. I, I know that's nasty. It's some I'd good. Yeah. Well, it's some good taste. <laughs> well, that's good to know, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quote you on that. I'd rather eat vomit than poop, Andrew Holder. <laughs> All right, well, this is the first uh, of our uh, Texas Legends talk about the Von Erich family. Uh, so we appreciate your listening to us. And, uh, and again, uh, subscribe to us on our podcast. Give us some ideas. And uh, we appreciate y'all's time. Any final comments, Kevin? No, I really enjoy this Texas legend stuff. There are so many legendary folks from Texas where, you know, there are. 
people may think that Von Erichs and wrestling is kind of hokey, but you know, they had an impact. You know, they did, they did. But, and then, but then you got historical figures, and you got you know famous musicians. So I'm really looking forward to this ep- this series of episodes. Yeah. That we're this topic. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, you guys take care, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Adios. <laughs>